Welcome to the Life After Kids podcast with Drs. Brooke and Lynn. We're getting real, raw, and vulnerable on all things midlife. We're sharing our friendship of over 20 years, and we're having honest conversations about our struggles and what it really takes to live a meaningful life after kids. So brew your coffee or steep your tea and pull up a chair. Let's have a chat. Together, we'll rewrite the next chapter in Show Midlife Who's Boss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Life After Kids with Drs. Brooke and Lynn. I'm Dr. Brooke. And I'm Dr. Lynn. Thank you for joining us, everybody. We're so glad you're here today. We are talking about, <laughs> well, we just had a little bit of fun. Don't say the title we gave <laughs> Okay, say the title. Hey, it's pretty catchy. It's uh, having fun by yourself. Okay. <laughs> That's a little better than the first way we reported it. Yes. And, but why, why are we talking about this? This is a good, you know, we had a great comment from a person on, I believe on Facebook or Instagram, one of, one of the social media platforms and they were having a hard time. Their kids were with their in-laws Yeah, and they wanted some ideas. They wanted a discussion around having fun by yourself. Before we dive into this, I want to say like, if there's something that you want to know about, like, or you're interested in a topic, definitely DM us because this person is a member of our community. I think she DM'd us, right? And said that she was really struggling. You already mentioned this, yes. but that's how we got onto this topic because yeah. the holidays, the kids were with the in-laws and she was really struggling. So, you know, what to do about that? Yeah, I think I think it's for people that are surprised by this phase of life. I think an element of it is the void of space and time, right? We we think our whole life we are we're raising the kids and we're and they're it's so busy and we kind of look ahead and we have that dream and it's like you're chasing that carrot of having all this time to yourself, yeah. right? To yeah. devote to yourself. And all of a sudden you get there and you're kind of like, well, what now? Like, what do I do now? And I think that was the essence of what she was feeling. Sure. And it's really worth, I think, a conversation because there's a couple of things to unpack through that. There's a couple of causes for why you might be really feeling like, gosh, well, you know, what do I do now? And that's what we're going to touch on today. Yeah. And I, and if, and and then, but at the flip side of that, like, if you're like me and I'm not quite there yet, you know, because I've got Anthony in college, Andrew going to college, then I have AJ home for a couple more years, but it, it snuck up on me. I was not, I didn't even give much thought to like, oh, you know, I'm going to have more time to myself. And this is just all of a sudden it hit like, holy crap, they're leaving. And like, what, like now what? <laughs> so I think it's hitting everyone different. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think it's like, it, it can go from all or nothing pretty quickly. And then it's the whole grass is greener. So again, I'm not there either, but I do notice like if I find myself on the weekend and my daughter's off with her friends or she's got things going on and, you know, I don't have a big work commitment or anything I'm really pouring my energies into that it can be really easy to just waste time and come out on the end of that weekend feeling like you, and you just, you never, you might, you didn't sit down maybe and eat like uh, junk food all weekend, but it's, you consume TV and you just, you kind of like, if you don't have a plan for that time, for that free time, it, isn't it so funny how quickly you can just, uh, you know, fill it up with meaningless things. And that for me, I don't know if everybody listening, maybe it's just the way you and I are wired. I don't know how I would be interested to hear what other women have to say, but for me, there's nothing worse than that because I get to the end of the day. I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to use the word 
depressed lightly because some people deal with big things, but I just feel like oh, I did nothing with my day. Like I, I, I had all this stuff I could have done. I didn't do anything. And you, you just feel miserable. Yeah. That's so, why I use the junk food example. Yeah. It's almost it is like, like you, you did. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it feels good in the moment, but then after you consume it, you're kind of like, yeah. Ick. And maybe not everyone's like that. Some people might really just enjoy having a day and really like thrive in those moments. So everybody's a little bit different. Well, but- and there's something th- something to be said for that. If you are having trouble just shifting down, if you go from all or nothing, you know, are you really just sensing the the breaks of, and you just need to downshift slowly. And so some of those activities like watching a great show or, you know, some of the other things we're going to talk about today, they can help get you down into that place where perhaps you're coming out of just this, you know, warp speed. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like the brakes are on, right? It's anybody would have difficulty adjusting. Yes. Because it's almost like an all or nothing. You've gone for years to running around with kids and doing all these things with the kids and all your holidays, holidays in particular. I think that would be a big change for somebody who's in the phase of life where their kids are older and now they're married or they're serious with someone else, or maybe, maybe they're not serious with someone else or married, but they're living their own life and they're going skiing with their friends instead of being home for the holiday. That for sure. I don't think any of us can be prepared for because we've always had the holidays at least have always been with the kids, even if they go out and do their things on the weekend, the holidays you're as a family. And to your point, the segue here is just like you said, if your daughter right now is out doing things with her friend for the day or she's whatever, and you get to be at home, it's a, it's a very, it's a parallel there, right? You're used to having them around or with them in the holiday as well. And then all of a sudden they're not. And if you're not prepared for it, you can just waste the day away and be totally miserable. Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. And we, back to your holiday point, we heard from so many women just this, you know, cause we're coming out of Christmas right. who were really struggling with that. And I think some of the same principles apply. The holidays are going to be a little different and you probably sure. need to make that extra effort sure. because you have that expectation, right? So your brain has this built up what the holidays should be, feel like look like and so you may have to go through that extra effort but essentially the same um same conversation concepts apply yep. exactly yep. which the first thing that i have around this and this is um you know my space really where i like to go and it's it's i'm going to go straight to the core let's not hold back but you know if you're having trouble being by yourself then maybe it's time to look at how much you are actually liking yourself? Like how much do you know yourself? Are you uncomfortable because you are filling your time with people, your kids, your job, and this time of real reflection or quiet is actually a time when you are forced to, you can no longer avoid maybe looking inside. Mm -hmm. It's difficult to run away from yourself when it's just you, right? So, and we all have some emotional messiness that we're cleaning up through the years. I mean, some of that is normal. Um, But if it's really difficult, maybe it's time to ask, you know, is my, how, how am I feeling about myself? And are there ways that I can work on feeling better about being alone? Yeah. And I think that is a perfect place to start. And it's a very good point. And to that point, I just wrapped up a book by Greg Harden. I not just wrapped up, I wrapped it up maybe in November, but anyway, he, it was a fabulous book, by the way, I'll link it in our show notes. I don't think you've read it. It's amazing. What's it called? But in that it's called, um, how to stay sane in an insane world. Mm. Um, and it's very, very good, but he talks about that 
your best friend in the world should be yourself. Mm. And if you're not best friends with yourself, there's a problem. And he has this exercise in it. I'm getting a little bit off, but I think this still applies where when you set goals for yourself, instead of setting all the things that you want, and I've talked about this in social media posts, talk about who you want to become mm. instead of what do you want? What do you want to do? Who do you want to become? Who you become? And if you're having trouble conceptualizing that and thinking about the type of person that you want to become, then take a step back and think about who you would want for a best friend, what that person looks mm-hmm. like, what qualities you would want your best friend to have. Mm-hmm. And that's what and you should want for yourself. For so it, that's a powerful thing. So good. Because to your point, we've had so much space raising kids and running around to their activities that we really, we, we probably have lost track maybe of ourselves a bit anyway. We certainly don't spend a lot of time alone. And we probably, we haven't even had time to think about like, who are we? Do we, do I like who I am? Do I like yeah. who I've become? Who do I want to be? You know? And then all of a sudden things quiet down. And then hello. It's a big, yep. yeah, it's a big transition. And you actually did a post, which I loved. It was a real, just a while back. I think it was that one. Um, was it the one in the rain where you were like, the hardest question a mom mm-hmm. can ask herself is like, what, who am I now that the mm-hmm. kids with something to that effect. Yeah. But in the writing, I was just reading it the other day. You said like, this can be your greatest time of self-discovery mm-hmm. if you ask the right if questions you and you allow it. Yeah. And this is, I think this totally. is kind of where we're going here. Yeah. And you know, we have a choice. So when you're in that moment, you can choose to just fill it with the busyness. You can fill it with getting in the pickleball leagues. You can fill it. Yeah. Hey, there's lots of things that's not you a can bad do. Thing. There's so much social. And by the way, there should be a balance of all of this. Agreed. But two, but the point is, is if you are really struggling with having fun by yourself, meaning you have to find other activities because it's uncomfortable. If you're leaning into time alone, it becomes uncomfortable. Then there's something there that you should probably scratch the surface on. That's what we're, Agreed. that's what we're getting at. And I love your, um, your exercise in that book. Um, because what you said is like, you have to be your own best friend. We can only love another person. We can only be a friend to somebody to the extent that we love ourselves or are a friend to ourselves. Right. So that, when I first heard that years ago, that was just huge. I mean, because we love our kids so much, we love our spouse so much, but we don't really stop to think like the extent we're just, we're only capable of giving love to the extent that we give love to ourselves. It's in the Bible. We've talked yeah. about this in previous posts. It's, yes. It's in the Bible too. And when a friend mentioned that to me, um, one time, um, who I was in a life group with, I was blown away because I never thought of that verse, like love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. Yeah. How do you know how to love your neighbor? Well, because you love them in the way in which you would you want somebody yourself. to love you or the yeah. way that you love yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And so it, it, it is, That's it is great. such an important point. And I would add to that Lynn, before you uh, move on with the conversation, if you're having trouble being alone, it could also be not just that you're uncomfortable with yourself or don't know yourself well enough, or maybe like yourself. It could also be that you have maybe some baggage that you need to deal with. And when left alone, those things come yeah. up. Because yeah. now you can't silence whatever it is. Maybe yeah. it's past hurts or yeah. um, regrets or whatever the case may be that when things get real quiet and you've got to have some time by yourself, that starts to rear its head. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, each of those things would be solutions would be on an individual basis. And those are sometimes things to talk through with either a professional or with like a really good trusted confidant. But, um, you know, the one thing I would say that's always helped me and helped clients and women that we've worked with, with self-worth, if it's truly just a self-worth, like, you know, I, and most people with self-worth issues don't even know it. Right. And we're all, I think all of us have a little bit of that where we have doubts or we have, yep. right. We could all just love ourselves a little bit better without being it egotistical without yep. being, cause that's very different than what we're talking about. It's not, it's not the outward expression of love. It's just really being content, right. With the person that you are yep. to the extent, and we're going to talk about this later in another um, podcast when we talk about pride and coveting and like comparing yourself oh, to others, right? Yeah. Cause it's the same, it's the same route. Um, but yeah, I think, I think just, Hey, I love that friend example because it's like, how could you show up a little bit better for yourself mm-hmm. and outside of the self-care? Cause everybody we're, you know, we kind of know that you got to take time for yourself. You got to exercise, you get all that stuff's great, but also things like keeping your word, like what, what would you want out of a friend, like outside of just that they care and they want to spend time with you? You want somebody who's committed and because you like and trust people who keep their word. And I think one of the very best things we can do for ourselves is to, is to do that when we make a commitment, keep, cause you like people again, who do what they say. Yeah. Right. And like you said, sometimes we, we kind of have regrets or baggage or things we fail to do and we beat ourselves up yeah. for it. So you can't change the past, but you can, you know, make a decision and go forward and in, in keeping your word to yourself. Absolutely. And then um just and you know, two of these came from the from a book too, uh The Four Agreements. It's a very small book and um you could read it in like an afternoon. But do your uh keep your word and always do your best. And just if you're doing your best, you're doing the best you can. Yeah. And just, you know, you've got to let love and let go and yep. let God. Yep. Yep. I agree. Okay. Next. Next. So, so another piece of this is we could have had, you could be trying to spend time alone and you're <laughs> actually wired as an extroverted person and you're just going against your grain. So here's the time for that introverted, extroverted conversation again, mm. when you're introverted, you're going to get you know, refueled by being by yourself. So you're probably not the people who are typing in saying, I have trouble being by myself. You're probably looking for more of that or craving more of it. Right. So you could be an extroverted person who's trying to, who just doesn't have, maybe doesn't have enough now with all the fun of the kids and the, the, the people aspect of the kids in the house, just having that taken away. And, and what do you need to do? Um, for that. And you're, you're more extroverted than I am. So what, what, how do you speak to that? Yeah. I mean, I wonder though, if our extroverts who are listening are already, because they're extroverted, have such a social network that they don't struggle as much with this. I would, I don't know. I would tend to agree with some self-awareness, which we, we can't get to this age with lacking. Right. If you're an extrovert, you probably are somebody who is surrounded by people and have people to your house or have, you know, a social network that's probably there for you. I would venture to guess that perhaps it's somebody that leans on the introvert side that's used to having their core people around in their Uh family and maybe close knit or quieter holidays or whatever that now the kids are gone. And it's like, 
that was everything for me. I would also say our number twos on the Enneagram, our helpers probably are struggling with this type of thing far more. So I think it depends on how you're wired. Yes. Which goes back to knowing yourself and loving yourself yourself and loving yourself. yourself Exactly. But um, yeah, exactly. So what you were asking me, how, what would you do to fill that gap? If you're an extroverted person, you need to have the people around. Yeah. I mean, just knowing that about yourself is step one, right? Because you, you kind of give yourself a, a little bit of some leeway and just knowing, Hey, I'm, I, you know, I, I can be by myself and have a good time, but I probably should be actively seeking out these connections. Absolutely. And here's the thing that I would say here, and this, I'm going to, I'm going to blanket this over, whether it's a holiday, even though we're past the holidays, this would have been a timely conversation in December, but we're a little past it, whether it's a holiday and you're feeling lonely because your kids aren't with you or it's a weekend or whatever it is. And you're reflecting that, oh my, the kids are gone and it's quiet and I'm lonely, whatever that is. And we've talked about this before, but it's worth saying again, you always have a choice in that situation. So let's say that it's a hypothetical, like Christmas is coming and just odd because Christmas is just over, but Christmas is coming. <laughs> Valentine's is coming. And whatever it is. <laughs> and you're usually like, you have the kids at home, you have your thing. And this year, nobody's going to be here. You get to have the choice. You get to decide whether you're going to be at home and be miserable and wallow in self-pity and perhaps take it an even another worse step forward in making your kids feel guilty about it. Because I've walked in those shoes and I, is not a, that's not okay to do that to your kids. But you could also choose to put on your big girl pants and decide to do something with the time that you have, right? So it's everything is always about perspective in your mindset. So we can look at this instead of, oh, the kids are gone and I have nothing to do and, it, and I'm lonely and it doesn't, it doesn't look the same. We can look at it instead like, okay, I've got a new opportunity to do something new, to do a little bit of reinvention. Maybe if it's a holiday, that looks like you're going to plan a trap, a trip. Yep. Maybe you and your husband are going to do, if you, if you have a husband, something different and go out for a nice dinner and see a movie instead, like a holiday movie. If it's on the weekend, you know, maybe you, you, I don't know, you have some girlfriends over and have a movie night or you yeah. go out for, you know, whatever it is, but we can fill these spaces. Um, if you're extroverted and you need that in doing things. So many moms in the life after kids community are seeking more purpose now that their kids are grown, but over and over again, we hear this one thing. I don't know where to start. That's why we created the life after kids goals framework and user's guide. It's the one tool you need to design your new chapter, and it will show you where to start. The best part is it's free. Use the link go.lifeafterkids.com forward slash goals framework to get yours now. That's go.lifeafterkids.com forward slash goals framework. Let's get started redesigning our life today. Right? Yeah. I mean, well, once again, we're on the same wavelength because I- That where you were headed? I Well, yeah, just we don't have control over our circumstances, right? Sometimes it is crappy. Sometimes, you know, our kids, they should feel guilty because they're, they're, right? They're being little <laughs> jerks and maybe they should be devoting more equal time to- um, That's true. Actually, I'm- thank you for saying that. Because there could be somebody listening whose feelings I just really hurt because their child 
Well, there's ne- so doesn't many. See them. There are, there's uh, we, that and you can't and cover them all. Yeah. But you're right. It could go both ways because maybe you need to have a conversation with like, I, I, I miss you and we need to see you. At the end of the day, it is what it is, right? Sometimes you just have to accept it and we're and then examine how you got to that place with your kids yes. and then try to make it better from there. But, That's right. you know, we don't, I, I, I have the same thing, the same thought. We don't have control over those circumstances, but we do have control how we react. And when we are missing the kids in those times, I think one of the best things uh, I love your suggestions to do is like, do something new because novelty sparks stimulation and growth and just gets you out of the, that place where you have all those um, memory engrams and patterns yeah. tied to all the things you do with your kids. Right. right. So I think like one of the worst things you can do is the same home pattern, like what you, you, what you you hit the nail on the head because, okay, so the kids aren't there, but you're going to decorate the same tree and you're going to put up the same ornaments and you're going to make the same dinner. And, and it's just reminding you of the loss, (laughs) but they're not a loss, but it's reminding you of what's not there. Exactly. Like the elephant in the room is the, you're doing it, but the kids aren't here and you're separated. Right. So you can only, it's, it's hard to focus on the right thing. So put down the, put down the ornaments and like you said, go out and do something else. Maybe you don't have the means to do a trip, but, and let's not, let's get off the holidays. Maybe it's just yeah, a, a, a regular weekend in the spring. Like there's lots of activities that you can do by yourself. You could take a class like uh, photography. You could take a yoga class. Um, gardening is a really great solitary activity, cooking, baking. Yeah. Um, you know, this is just a chance to get, like you said, it's an opportunity to get really creative Mm -hmm. and try something. And guess what? If you don't like it, it's okay. Yeah. You can try something new. Here's the other thing, because I think some of us are afraid to do it because we're afraid we won't like it or it's going to stink. And then you have to like feel bad because you tried something. You didn't like it. I can't tell you how many things, even like jobs that I've tried. (laughs) I mean, not a ton of them, but there's been multiple things that I've done. And I realized in a year or two that I, it wasn't for me. And guess what? I'm still here. And I, and actually I'm doing something I really love now. And sometimes you don't get to what you really love until you do a couple things that you don't like and figure exactly you it's sometimes trial and error. The hardest step is just the first step, right? It's getting started. And so that's what we're here to do is just to say, here's your little push. Here's your little nudge. It's time to register for the class. It's time to click accept the invite. It's time to, you know, buy the yoga mat, whatever it might be, um, you know, get out there and try something new for yourself. Yeah. Or, and, and, and by the way, like, cause one of the comments we get online all the time is volunteering and charity. It doesn't have to be about you. It, you can, this can be such an opportunity to contribute back and really make a huge difference in another Absolutely. living beings, whether it's an animal or a child or a senior citizen, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's so that. many, there are so many avenues yep. to contribute and give back. Yep. And this is the thing too, that I, it, it also, also comes back to, I think this conversation, and maybe you were heading here next is just having purpose. You have to have some sense of purpose beyond just being a mother to your kids and not to negate anybody who has been at home with their kids. And that was their primary focus. Like, God bless you. Yes. That is such an important job and such a gift. But there, if, if, if you only, if that's your entire identity, 
and you've done that your whole life and you've had no preparation for what was going to come once those kids left, you could be setting yourself up Mm -hmm. for some major heartache. So if you are that person who is now in an empty nest, it really is time to start to think about some of these things that you just mentioned. And if you are a mom that still have kids at home, and we have some listeners even that have younger kids that just like to listen for preparation, I beg of you, be proactive and at least just wet your whistle a little bit with something that you have for yourself. It doesn't make you selfish. It doesn't make you a bad mom, but you need to have some sense of meaning and contribution, something that you're giving back that you feel like you're making a difference. And it doesn't have to be some big career. It could be any, anything, right. Anything that you enjoy that you feel like. So it's funny that you say that because um, I've been doing some more posts, more posts about purpose, right? Because that's my space. That's my wheelhouse. I love that. So I've been just leaning into that a little bit because of the need and the feedback, but I have been getting some pushback from time to time on people who will say things like, well, guess what? The, the meaning of life is just to have fun or, they'll say things like, um, just forget all that. You, you know, we've been pushing our whole lives. When is it time to just, you know, sit back and kick up your feet and, you know, on social media, you don't get to get into the long form like we do here, which is why I love these conversations. But my point is, is that everybody's purpose is different, Yeah, but you have to have a purpose. So that person who thinks like, just have fun, their purpose is in being, it can maybe be an example to just be fun and joyful for other people, but whatever it is, it's still a purpose. Yes. Is it the right one for you though? And that's what we're, that's what we're examining. Right. And because our purposes shift, our purpose shifts and we can have multiple purposes throughout our life. And I think that here again is where we're all wired a little bit differently. So for somebody and like, for me, I would say, I'm so jealous of you to the person that says like, it's just time to have fun and relax because I'm just not like, I don't mean to, I'm not hoping this doesn't sound belittling, but like for me, I, I can't, I get like, I tend towards like emotional upheaval and distress and a little bit of sadness. Like I just, I'm not the person, unfortunately they can just kick back and look at it like, Hey, I'm having fun now. Like, where's the next, there's a different balance for you. For me, I, I just, I know for myself that I am much more emotionally level, emotionally balanced, mentally healthier when I feel like I'm can working, doing yes. something constructive, working to give something back. And I will, I will, because of the way I'm wired, I will have to be doing something yes. until like I am into my nineties or however. And I, I honestly believe like majority of people are the same way. Like this, like purpose is a, it goes way back to when we were in tribes and communities and we each had like something that we contributed for survival. Like you, yeah. you have to have it. That's what I was alluding to. It's like, But I think when those comments come in to me, I just want to gently like kind of point out that it comes from a place of lacking self-awareness, which is, you know, what we strive to get more of here, because if you think that your way is the way for everybody, then you're completely missing your own uniqueness. Yeah. Right. You can't, people who don't see their own uniqueness or when you do see it, you'll, you'll, you'll be opened up to all the different colors of the world and different people. 
right? And how they are yeah. wired. And yeah. that's the most beautiful thing. So we can't project our, what we would need. I, God bless my mother. I absolutely love her. But sometimes too, we come from a place of like working, working, working. And I think where a couple of those comments came from where people are kind of pushing aside their own needs and driving through into just work, yeah. right? Using it as a cover. Yeah. And so my mom, maybe one of those people, Betty, I hope you're not listening. Or if you are, hint, hint. Turn and- it off. <laughs> or listen, turn yeah. it off. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, she'll often say to me, oh, you need to slow down. You, you're doing too much. You know, it's this. And, oh, you know, for, like you said, I, I'm not, making the same mistakes as you and we're wired similarly, but I'm different. And I do, while I do appreciate you, your outside perspective, just make sure that, and I think that's a good lesson for all of us to not, you know, dump our, you know, project our wiring on our kids going back to our Absolutely. And our friends and anybody else. Like this is, I think we have a tendency just in the world at large and social media makes it so much easier to yep. want everybody to think and act the same way we do and be the same, have the same personality, same view of the world. And we just, that's why we're all special because we all are different, but we all need to, in in that, have some grace for each other to be different, right? Because, yeah. but here's the thing, circling back to that purpose conversation, I just want to say one more thing before we move on is that I'm guessing for a mom who is writing to us and saying like, I just, I don't know what to do with myself now. Like the kids are growing up. They're not coming home at the holiday or I'm not like whatever. I just feel like I can't, I can't get myself together. I'm guessing that person needs a new sense of purpose, Mm -hmm. purpose. The answer for that person. If, and if you're listening is probably not, you should just be enjoying yourself now. Like now (laughs) is the time to have fun. The answer for you is probably like, you are an amazing person. Mm -hmm. You're an amazing mom and you will always be a mom and you can always pour into your kids, but guess what? You're really amazing at doing other things too. And the world needs your other gifts. And when you tap into that, and here's the, here's the deal. I think if you tap into that as a daily sort of, um, whatever to live by, right. Daily lifestyle Mindset. um, mindset, whatever it is. Then when you get to that weekend or to that holiday or whatever it is, if the kids aren't around, you're probably going to feel a lot less sad about it, even if you are just hanging at the house because you filled your whole week up or your whole month up with doing things that were really bringing you life and joy. Yeah, it's, oh, mic drop. Yes, it's so good. Yeah. Because, yeah, it just goes back to that. It's, It's purpose is not rational always. It's not logical always, but you have to have one. And I know that, you know, if, if you are that mom in that place, just going back to the example of volunteering, because we get asked that all the time. Well, I don't know what, what is my purpose? Guess what? It's such a hard question. It is. And, and we do cover this a lot in our course. Like if you are somebody who's really serious and wants to get intentional about it, that's probably where you need to go is to go to the masterclass where we take you through that to identify it. But I'll link that in the show notes too. But I think a lot of people will just sit and, and spin on that yeah, instead of taking action. Because yep. sometimes you need to take confident, bold action in an unknown direction mm-hmm. and you'll eventually find your way there. Yes. But like standing still is not getting you there. Yes. So 
start with volunteering. That's my, that's our advice. That's a great right? place to start. And uh, uh, do you have much more? Cause we can start to no, wrap it up. But I was I, just going to ask if we're having fun by ourselves yet. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm always, I'm always, no, I'm actually, uh, well, that's a story for another day. Uh, I went through a bumpy road, but I want to, I think let's wrap up with this. This is something for me. And you just touch on this. That was so powerful about a month ago. Cause I, I went through like in the fall, this weird, you yeah. walked with me. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I always, I don't, I'm an Enneagram six and very often Enneagram six, they spend time in their head. That's it's, but it's unproductive time. And we don't have a great connection to our gut, like an intuition. So I'm the person that spends so much time. Like, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? What if I'm doing something that's not what I'm supposed to be doing? Like that sort of thing. But I do think you said that, like, that's the big question is how do I know what my purpose Mm -hmm. is? How do you find it? If you don't have a good sense of intuition or you waver, or you're somebody like me that craves certainty, like you want to be certain before you get started, because what if it's not the right thing? I, my pastor said the most beautiful thing about two months ago that just like unlocked was such an aha moment for me. And it was this, you're not supposed to have certainty about everything in life. (gasps) We are supposed to walk in uncertainty. As human beings, there is no certainty. You have to take the next right step, being uncertain and know that knowing that somebody else is certain for you. Yeah. And for me, like I, it, it almost, it brought me to tears then. And it, 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 it chokes me up a little bit now because for me, it's like, okay, I don't have to know the exact right answer. I don't have to be super certain of the path. I can be uncertain and still take that next step. Yes. If there's a door open for me or something oh, like that I so can great. try, I'm going to do it even if I don't know for sure. I know you just help so many people by saying that. I, I hope that because it, I said. think that's huge. Is very, very powerful. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that again in the six human needs in a few weeks when we talk about um, that, when we have a whole episode directed towards that. And that's the first human need is certainty. Um, yeah. And it's, that's going to be a, it's a big conversation. one for me. Okay. Anything else you want to add? Gosh, there's so much that we, I think that was, we got to leave that stand. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Make sure you're following us on all of our channels. Um, We're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. If you want to watch the full episode of this, you're going to go to YouTube. If you want to listen, we're on Oh, you can find us on all the platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google Music, I think it is. Anyway, and don't forget to check out our website, www.lifeafterkids.com. Are you not wrapping us up? <laughs> every, every time we- Every single time. I just need to end it. Yes. Have an do. awesome, amazing Happy, week. Happy, healthy, amazing day. Yes. Take Hugs care. to you, mama. Thanks again for listening to Life After Kids. When you have a moment, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you liked our conversation, hit follow and share it with a friend. For more on Life After Kids, go to www.lifeafterkids.com. We'll be back every Sunday, and we hope you will too. Until next time, 